You know, Renee, I've been so excited about this last year during the pandemic that so many of our partners have t given us miracle testimonies. That's and right. That's the thing that's we right. pray they for really our partners have. that, Lord, they'll come out of this COVID thing with a high hand. Yes. They'll come out with testimonies saying, look what the Lord that's has done. Right. When this thing started, you know, back in February of, of 20. What, 20? Yeah. Uh, the first thing Renee and I did is we turned around and looked at each other and we said, hey, we see the handwriting on the wall. That's right. We see where this thing's going. People That's are, right. are going to be afraid. They're not going to be able to go to church. And so we said, we, we live to give and we That's live right. by giving. And so we made a determination. We're going to double our giving. We're going to double yes, up did. on our partnership. We're and going to it, partner with people that we partner with, partner with new people, and we're going to give more than we've ever given. And that's what we did. And we ended up having our best year last yes, year. Yes, we did. And it wasn't because we had a lot of money stashed away. In fact, all of your meetings got canceled oh, there yeah. for about two or three months or so. Well, all commitments I've ever made, Everything. I never had the money to do That's it. right. We just step out and do it by faith. And we increased our giving. We increased our going. We increased our praying. And we just weren't going to live in life. And we saw God confirm His word and we for not only with us God but others. Our partners, yes, they'll see the, they'll see the miracles of God as month. well. If you want to partner with us, get a hold of us at uh, terrymiles.com or the link that's below. And uh, these two books, one written by Jackie, one written by myself, uh, you can have either one of these you'd like to have. If you contact the office and say, We want to partner with Terry and Renee, and just tell them which book you want, we'll give it to you free and send it to you for free. And uh, we'd encourage you to partner with somebody somewhere. It doesn't have to be <laughs> us, but partner with God. Very and, and, and cause his principles to work in your life. That's we right. love you. God bless you. God bless you. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. God bless you and welcome today to More Than Conquerors. We're so glad you've joined us and we're just delighted if you're viewing us on uh, video or if you're listening to us on some podcast platform, we're just thrilled and honored that you have joined us. And Terry and I have always got something good to share and uh, we just feel like God's got a word always ready, something that'll help you. Like Proverbs says, apples of gold and pictures of silver. Mm -hmm. You know, our problem is we've just got more things to say than time to say it in. And That's I've had that right. problem for 53 years now. That's right. That's right. That's right. We've got some things to say about the Word of God. Well, we do, because as you have said so many times, darling, that it's um, on the book and CD table and things like that, that we offer to help folks with some resource uh, materials, is that there is no theory. Exactly Everything right. that you and I have preached and believed and walked in uh, has been tried and proven that this works, and it's the only thing that works. And I think that's a comfort to people. I uh, do, too. I, you know, I say that I so much from the platform when we're preaching in a church, and I'll talk about our product table, our, our, our CDs or our books or whatever, and mm -hmm. I'll say, I said, the only thing I can really say about our product table is is that there's no theory back there. That's right. There's not anything back there that I, I think might work. Well, right. Why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? I think maybe this will work. No, no. It, it's 53 <laughs> years of third world missionary right. evangelism tried 
proven, tested, true. That's right. Not that's only right. for me, but for people I've preached to, because I get the testimonies oh, that's right. back. And uh, it's hard so, fought, hard fought victories. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So there's no theory. It's uh, that's the thing. I guess when I was a teenager, that turned me on so much to when I realized the word was the word. Yes. When I realized that Jesus said, "Father, right. thy word is true." Right. I thought if I can find it in the Bible, I can take it to the bank. And I realized that hey, you know that. I like this because it works. Yeah. And over the years, you right. know, have gone by over those early years when we just fight uh, to preach what we call the word of oh faith. Oh, my goodness. You know, yes. we, we, you know, the pioneers take the arrows and you and Dean, and Jackie and I and Brother Hagen, Brother Copeland, Brother Cap. Some of us really took the arrows. You know, Jerry well, Savelle. And it wasn't Some popular. of us really took the arrows because yeah. the, the church people didn't. Wasn't the sinners didn't like it. No. <laughs> it was the church didn't like it. The church would be no, getting mad at it. that's us. right. And, we, and, and so we it, would just just fight. No, that's true. For for they'd fight for their right to tribulate yeah. <laughs> and, and we'd fight for their right to be free. One of the things that I think sold me so much on it uh cuz I was so even you know, we were all very young. We were in our early middle 20s. Oh yeah. And and we were just so desperate was that I I I finally realized in reading the word of God that the number, I guess the number one thing was that God was not part of my problem. Well, well that's, that that's one of the biggest revelations the there tri- is. The trials and tests and tribulations. And, you know, when we found out in Mark chapter four, I remember Dean and I were just like, we were just absolutely elated over that. We were dr- driving in the back seat with Jerry and Carolyn Zavell on our way to a meeting in Arkansas. We were working with them uh, on some things and we had gotten just enough revelation to where we could actually communicate with <laughs> with Jerry and Carolyn right. and not be religious. Right. And they were playing Brother Copeland preaching on the car in the car on the parable in Mark chapter four mm. of the sower sows the word. Yes. And that immediately Thank the fowls God. of the air come to take sure. the word that was sown in your heart. But you know, as you were saying earlier, that even that phrase, the word uh, that wasn't used uh, in, oh, no. in Pentecostal oh, no. circles we, a lot. We didn't, we didn't call this the word back then. We called it the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> I still call it the Bible. <laughs> yeah, the Bible. Or they would say the word of God. Right. But just to say the word. And then I had learned from, you know, listening to a, a great woman of God that that was teaching on how to pray the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I almost thought it was powerful revelation. And I almost thought it was like a Catholic, you know, religious kind of thing where you pray the rosary Mm. or you pray, Mm -hmm. you know, something that would be just a repetitive statement over and over. And I I know God will meet you wherever you are. But to find out that all of these things were in the word of God and that you used it as a as a defense, like a sword. Sure. You know, and yet it's all in there. I mean, how did we miss that even after three years of Bible college? Well, well, what's so powerful, Renee, is that that I guess forever, throughout time immemorial, (laughs) prayer has been more of a begging. Exactly. And a pleading and a cajoling God or a a conning God or a tricking God. Try to talk God into, uh, twist his arm. Won't you just do what you said you would do in your Bible? You know, (laughs) until we realized back there in the the 70s, you said mid-20s, we were way younger than that when we started uh, uh, back in the early, you know, late 60s, early 70s. uh, We began to realize that if you, you, you take the word that God said and pray that over Whatever he said it Whatever's, about. Yeah, right. If, you know, it's if, like you if, said, if, if you can find where it's written. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if it's a broken bone or a bone situation, you, 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 you could immediately, go, you could immediately <laughs> go find some scriptures that says uh, right. no bone of him should be broken. Right. You know, if it's teeth, you, you find the scripture in Song of Solomon, right. you know, that says that my, 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 my teeth, teeth are, are like white sheep, white sheep coming down from the washing perfectly matched, not one missing. Right. You know, on your kids, you know, you prayed, we prayed over our kids, our children, disciples of the Lord, and called right. them obedient to the Lord, and great is their peace and yes. undisturbed composure. That was and the so first scripture to, I taught them. To me, it was like it was like a business deal of going to a company right, and saying, here's what this contract says that you signed. <laughs> exactly. You That's said it. that you'd give me this much land or this right. much space or, or you'd right. supply this, 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 and, and here's the contract, and now I expect you to do it. Right. Well, that's the way prayer, praying the word is, except you're not pushing God around. No. I had, a, I had my aunt one time. Oh, that's right. Or my aunt and my mother, bless their dear hearts. My mother was a godly, saved, spirit-filled, tongue-talking woman, but she sure had a lot of religious tradition and <laughs> Pentecostal upbringing. And, and I love my Pentecostal upbringing. But uh, uh, I went in one time, and, and, and my grandmother was dying, and she was dying of uh, diabetes. And uh, uh, they called it sugar diabetes back in those days. And uh, and she had lost her sight because of it. She's blind. And her kidneys had completely shut down, stopped functioning, wow. zero function. And so the doctor said she had 20% chance to live through the night. Well, I was living in Mexico. Jackie and I were missionaries down in Guadalajara. And they called me and told me, you've got to come now. The doctor's calling the family and your grandmother's got 20% chance to live through the night. But she's dying. She's going to be dead tomorrow. And I told him over the phone, I said, that's a lie from the pits of hell. She will not die until I get there and tell her she can or can't. No, that's right. You know, and they said, Terry, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, listen to me. You. And so I won't go through the whole story, long story and a lot of details. And I even sent Jackie at first and, and I called her and said, and said, how's my grandma? She said, well, I'd pray for her and she gets better. But your, your, your mother and your, your aunt. You know, tell her she's dying and she gets worse. And I said, well, slap him. Just slap him in the face. She's Terry. I can't do that to your mother and your, your aunt. And I said, no, kick him out of the room. Don't get him in the hospital room. That's my grandmother. Don't, don't let them kill her. And she's, I can't do that. You need to come up here. So when I got there, I went in and prayed for her. I went in and told her the word. Didn't even pray for her. I actually told her what the word said and had her declare some scriptures with me. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, uh, out of Galatians 3, 13 and 14, that Christ hath redeemed has us redeemed from the curse us. of the law, right. uh, being made a curse for us because it's written, curses everyone that hangeth on a tree, That's that right. the blessings of Abraham might, might come, come on the Gentiles, on. that we might receive the blessing <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of the Spirit through faith. That's right. And, uh, and then verse 31 says, if you belong to Christ, you're Abraham's seed Abraham's and heirs according seed. to his promise. So I told my grandma, you're, you're Abraham's seed. You're, you're, you're Abraham's daughter. You have the right to be healed. What and, a blessing. Uh, Those scriptures and, and, and so I had her confess with me. Uh, diabetes is under the curse. Uh, yes. Liver trouble is under the curse. Kidney trouble is right. under the curse. Blindness is under the curse. Christ has redeemed me from the curse. Therefore, I'm free from it. Right. And then again and again and again, Renee. I mean, oh, I mean forever. And uh, th- I even left the hospital and said, you just keep saying it while I'm gone. I'll be back. I came back and said, you've been saying that? She's out. I right. hadn't stopped. That's right. And, and then the, the, all that night and the next morning, same thing. And every day lay hands on and pray for her. And I tell you, God healed her. And I walked Hello. in there that next morning and that's she could so see. Wonderful. She said, I see you. And, and I mean, that's a miracle. She can see. Oh, right. Uh, but then her kidneys were functioning. The doctors were all excited. Her kidneys started functioning. And, uh, and she got up after a few days and went to the house. And uh, healed and lived another 10 years. Wow. And so, uh, and then after those 10 years, she came to me and said, you know what? I'm ready to go to heaven and be with Jesus and be with, you know, my granddad. She called him daddy, be with daddy. 
And, uh, and I said, well, that's up to you. I said, I won't pray for you, you know, to, to, to stay right. or to pull you back. But if that's what you want, she said, no, I, I don't want you to pray for me. I'm, I'm ready to go. But she lived 10 years happy, happy. But anyway, my point was my mother and my aunt got so angry at me <laughs> and took me when the doctor said she's OK and when everything and now she's got her right. side back and now her kidneys are functioning. Right. They took me out in the hallway, Renee, and my own dear mother. Bless her darling heart, said to me, Terry, I'd rather see mother dead. I said, What? <laughs> she said, I'd rather see mother dead. I said, Bite your mm-hmm. tongue. What's the matter with you? And she said, You went in there and just pushed God around. You shoved God around, pushed him in a corner, and made him honor his word and no. heal her. I'd no. rather see her dead. And I said, I- Can you even hear what you're saying? I said, I didn't push God around. I went in there. The Bible says to to put God in remembrance. God said, put me in remembrance of my word. Right. And I said, that's what I did. I took his word in there that he had said and said, here's here's what you said. I'm putting you in remembrance of your word. And he happily honored his word and healed her. Well, that's what Hosea 14, 2 says, is that when you go before the Lord, Mm Take, Take with, with you words. words and the most obvious words. If you're going to approach a divine deity would be. Yeah, what are you going to talk to him about the stock market? <laughs> you're not going to take your words. You would take, like you said, that contract and yes. say, these are your words. Mm-hmm. And your word says, again, we're not begging. Right. We're just as he says, like, and the scripture that does say, Terry, that the Lord is speaking, he says, put me in remembrance yes, of, my, of words. my words. And so it's so important. Just you walked in there and spoke life. And they were in there speaking death and worry and fear. That's how important your words are. If you're having trouble in some area of your life and you don't know why God's maybe been able to do or you're 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 worn out maybe with your faith. Go think back over maybe some of the things you've been saying. You could be part of the problem by what you're not saying or what you are saying. So what we're saying here that according to what Proverbs says, that life and death is in the power of your tongue, not the preachers, not what somebody, and it's not even what somebody else is trying to curse you with or criticize you about or condemn you over. It's what you say. It's not what somebody else says. It's not what the devil says. It's what you say about the situation. And you're speaking life and death all day long. That's right. I mean, all day long, you're speaking speaking life and death about about something, about the weather, about about whatever. That's right. You know, you're either speaking words of gold and, you know, like you said, pictures of silver, or, or you're just speaking what the news says or what that's the right. politician says or what, uh, you know, the first church says or what well, somebody else said. No, that's and, right. And so th- that that in those early days is how we started this off is, is that's what we realized as well. We as really did. These ministers, especially Brother Kenneth Hagin, that taught us right. uh, these principles. Then, right. of course, Brother Copeland came along and heard Brother Hagin and just blew it out of the water then. Just just that's tremendous. Right. And uh, and we we you know brother brother Hagen's in heaven, but we just saw Kenneth last week, right? And just just such a tremendous ministry that well, we you know, loved I've and appreciated you. because uh, they they taught us those things that we've just talked about how to take the word of God right. and pray it. Yes, and say, "Good Lord, here's what your word is. If it fits about save my bacon, <laughs> yeah, if it's about my crops, <laughs> there, there's right. the word about it. That's if it's right. about my dog, there's the word that's about right. it. If it's about that's my right. kids, there's the word about it. about my marriage, there's the word. I got in so much trouble when I was 16 years old because God showed me these things. 1966. Mm-hmm. How many years ago was that? 55, 55 <laughs> years. 1966. I right. was the I was the youth leader. 
Yes. And I was praying one night, and my youth group had outgrown the pastor's Sunday morning service, so I was really praying and asking the Lord to help me. And I said, Lord, I've, I've got such a wide age group here. I've got from 13-year-olds yes. to what they call young marriage, so, and mm -hmm. I'm 16, so I'm, <laughs> I don't know anything about 13-year-olds or young marriage. Or, you know, and so you, you've got to give me a, a, a word. And I said, I don't just need a sermon. I need a word. I need a lifestyle right. that will help these kids in this age bracket mm -hmm. face what they're facing, deal with what they're facing. They're, right. they're dealing with things in school. They're dealing with things at work. The right. married ones are, are dealing with ever? stuff in marriage and, and, and to living have, together and, and right. having children and a job. Wisdom. And I said, I said, I need a word that they can take to the bank. Right. And the Lord spoke to me. I've told this before. I won't go into all the details, but the Lord spoke to me so plain and said, and he said, write this down. And so I grabbed a pencil and he said, I said, what? And he said, you can talk like God. Mm -hmm. And I wrote that out. You can talk like God. And then he gave me a number of scriptures. I mean, right. just 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 like if we were praying his word, he he was telling me his word. You know, he was giving me his word right. to pray. Right. And uh, and so he gave me a number of scriptures. Like, I don't know, five, seven, eight, ten scriptures. Uh from Old Testament to New, about people talking God's word and wow. how, how that faith works and how that God that himself works. in Genesis 1, That's how right. his faith worked by creating the world, by, by speaking, let there be light. You know, it created the sun, the moon, the stars, created the whales and the animals and created the flowers and the tree, all by speaking the word. And then he took me to Joshua works. 10, where Joshua spoke to the sun and said, Son, hold your place over Gibeon, thou moon over the valley of Agilon, and the sun stopped. Time stopped for 24 hours. And then, then up to where Elijah stopped the sun time for 10 minutes. And then, mm -hmm. the, the, then the little Shunammite woman that, that her boy was dead, but she said, It shall be well. Hallelujah. And just took me to these various and sundry scriptures. Yes, yes. And then right into the New Testament and how Jesus spoke to the wind and the waves and they obeyed him, spoke to the fig tree and it died. Spoke to dead people and they got up. You know, it, it just just one thing. I asked that man, I was writing down furiously. And then right on into Romans 10, where Paul said, uh, what saith it? What does faith say? What right. saith it? The word of faith is nigh thee, even in thy yeah. mouth and That's in thy heart, principle. the word of faith which we preach. Faith always is going to say something. Yes. It's going to say something that will create yes. the answer. And he said, this is how sinners get saved. Sinners. <laughs> to get saved, wow. speak my word. That's right. They they they, they declare my word. They That's say, right. Father, forgive me. That is a forgive my sins. I believe yes. that Jesus is the Son of God. I Walk believe he was born of a virgin. I believe words. he lived on this earth as a man. Right. I believe he died on the cross for my sins. I right. believe he was buried. I believe he rose again the third day. I believe That's he's right. alive today. I believe by living, uh, believing on him, I can live with him forever. That's how a sinner gets saved by using that powerful kind of faith of speaking things exactly. they can't see. You know that scripture that says that we walk out of darkness into the light? When you confess what you're saying there, Romans 10, mm -hmm. I believe in my heart and confess sure. with my mouth. It's like you, your own words, you're over here in the kingdom of darkness, and by your words, you build a bridge for you to walk on absolutely. to go over into the kingdom of light no, by absolutely. what you say out of your own mouth. No, you create it. That's right. The Lord said to me one time years and years ago, he said, uh, he, he said, you create out of your mouth the atmosphere in which you live. That's true. Boy, is that right. I mean, every day we do it. Every day we do it. Yes, we do. For good or for evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the last scripture he took me to when I was 16, 55 years ago, the last scripture was James. <laughs> it's still working. James 126. It says, it says, if any man among you seems to be religious, but he doesn't bridle, bridle his, his tongue. tongue. 
thereby deceiving his, his own heart, heart, his own heart, then that man's right. religion is in vain. Or don't let that man think he's going to receive See what it. he's believing God Anything. for. And he yeah. said, you don't let your mouth deceive your heart. Well, wow. I had that. I had all that stuff written down. 16 years old, all that stuff written down. I can't take any credit for it. God gave it to me. Mm. And uh, we, we'd call that now the word of faith. But back right. then it wasn't called the word <laughs> no, of faith. Nobody heard no, of it No, it before. wasn't. And, uh, Not back then. And so... I, I went in my youth service Friday night to preach it. Man, the place was packed, not only with my youth, but a bunch of adults had started coming because I'm, yeah. I got such a crowd and we're having right. healings and miracles and stuff. Pastor was there that night. I mean, all kind of folks. My mama was there that night. And uh, and I got up and preached. You can talk like God. When I did, it's kind of like <gasps> they sucked the oxygen out, you know. <laughs> and then I preached all that stuff that God gave me. I mean, just right. went down right. all those Old Testament, New Testament, got to the very end of it and said, you know, you have to bridle your tongue. You absolutely right. cannot let your mouth deceive your heart. And I said, so here's what we're going to do, guys and girls, my, my youth people. I said, we're not going to say anything about our job, about our school, about our health, about our right. money, about our right. parents, about. Right. We're not going to say anything about anything until we go to the Bible. Right. Find out what God said about it. And then we'll say that because you can talk like God. Boy, that's right. I thought that was marvelous. God God gave it to me. But the My church, goodness. I mean, in unison, Renee, they said, crucify him, <laughs> blasphemy. And I mean, they took me to the back room, wow. to the pastor's office. And they, I mean, all the deacons and elders and pastor and and, and my mama. And, and I mean, they said, how dare you? Yeah. Who do you think you are saying? Pushing we should talk around. like God. And back so in God in a corner. That's God where I got do. it in 1966. Yeah. And then they talked me out of it. They told me I was wrong. So I thought, well, I'm 16. They're old folks. They ought to know what they're talking about. They're the pastor. They're, they've been in the way longer than I've been in the way. And uh, so I put it away for a year and a half. And then I went to Panama on my first mission trip and got yellow fever and about died. And that's a horrible disease. It's people died from all over Panama right. back in those days from mosquitoes. And I was out in the jungle getting mosquito bit. And, uh, and God healed me. And I came back home from that Panama trip and just going to be in America for two weeks and go right back to the mission fields. And I knew if I did it the same way I just did it, I'm going to die. Because I just about died then. And the church said I ought to. And the missionaries said I ought to. They said, you're going to be sick and poor. And I said to Jackie, we were engaged at the time. And I said, Jackie, I, I'm going to, I, I think God showed me something a year and a half ago, two years ago that I preached in the church. You remember? She said, oh, Lord, yeah, I remember. And I said, uh, I'm not sure I'm, I'm wrong. I'm not sure I missed it. And I'm going to go hear from God. And so I went and locked myself up in the room. And God talked to me so great and just gave me, really gave me some certain scriptures, powerful scriptures, five especially, that I won't go into. I've done it before. And I came out of that room and said, I've got it. I, I know how I'm going to live. I'm, I'm going to go back to Missionville. I'm not going to be sick. And I've been doing it now 53 years all over the world, as you That's know. Right. And now you do it with me. <laughs> and uh, But but that that what we call word of faith. Right. It's just simply saying what God says. Say what said. God says. Believe in what right. God said. Not doing your own thing. Not saying, now here's what I think. Who cares what you think? Yeah, no, My right. opinion's not even better than anybody else's. I want God's opinion. In fact, I yeah. wrote a little book called God's Opinion of You <laughs> that my pastor wouldn't even read. Well, there's seven and a half billion people on the planet, and I'm sure everybody could come up with their own opinion, oh, you know. Yeah. But, you know, Brother Hagen, when, when, when we heard that word of faith. Yes, thank God for was Brother Hagen. We, someone there at our wonderful church in Louisiana, gave us two of Brother Hagen's cassette tapes yeah. at the time called One, 
you can write your own ticket with God. Great, great And the message. second one, confession brings possession. Great messages. From and those Hagen. are biblical principles. Yes, they are. Because just like the prophet told the, the youngs, you know, the king there and said, how many times you strike on the ground will be how many times you win, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And in other words, you can write your own ticket with yeah, God. Just yeah. whatever you say, yeah, yeah. you know, will do it. And then you can have what you say. Right. Again, that works both ways, good or bad. But see, people have taken those things and gotten so goofy with them and crazy with them and that on the edge mm -hmm. with them and fanatical with them. And some people say, well, then I say, I'm winning the lottery. I say, I say my team's winning the Super Bowl. I say, well, no, it's got to be in line with the will of God. That's right. You know, you got to say what God said. You don't make up your own stuff. Right. You say what God said. No, that's if right. If God says you're healed by the stripes of Jesus, then you say, I'm Hallelujah. healed by the stripes that's of right. Jesus. That's right. But you don't go out here and say, uh, I don't just sit in here and talk to this table and say, I call you gold. Be made gold. Be made gold. I, I can have what I say. That's ridiculous. That's not ever going to happen. That's I, can talk, I can say that till I'm dead. And uh, it's not going to happen. But you speak things in line with the word that God has already said. Right. You don't have to make up your own stuff. <laughs> you just go yeah, to the Bible have, and see what, what did God say. Right. And like I said, you can talk like God, but it's got to be what God said. It can't just be something you, you dreamed up last night after not eating pizza and pickles or something. <laughs> well, when, when I found out, you know, like you're, like you're saying, that it was such a solid uh truth from the word of God mm -hmm. that you have what you say and mm -hmm. you don't just make up something you go to the word and you Absolutely. find it out and if you can find the place where it was written like it said Jesus did in and there in Luke chapter 4 it says he yes. found the place where it was written written about himself about himself and he stood up and said that in the synagogue he was criticized for doing oh, that yeah of course and which is just exactly what anybody's going to happen to them if you stand up and say well i believe god's going to turn this situation around and make it go the other Y'all were so criticized. Yeah. We and were so <laughs> criticized. Brother Hagen was criticized. How Brother dare Cope you? was criticized. How but all these years you? later, look who's still standing. Yeah, right. You know, you know, when the smoke clears and the dust settles, well, you say, well, I guess that worked after all. Well, it is. You know, and, and to me, that's that's the the testimony, the proof of it all is that, you know, as that I it said, works. that it works is that, and that I've said about you so many times is that all these 53 years that you've been in the ministry, Terry, all of the plane tickets, all of the hotel bills, all of the money that it took to run your office while you were gone, all of the pastor's conferences oh that you put on and paid for all of the pastor's meals, paid for a lot of times their way to get your there. transportation. Uh, took a team with you and, and, and took care of all of the people that were with you. And then all of the, just all of the having been with you now in some of these places where you're just passing out money all the time to take care of needs and buy. And we're just living by faith. And we're just, and we're thinking, <laughs> you know, and I was with Terry right after we were married, of course, the first time we, he went Went to Romania, and uh, he was short six thousand uh, dollars to go on that trip. And uh, we're in Miami at a meeting where you're preaching at, and a, a businessman called him while we were at the hotel and said, the, the "I day want before we left the for day Romania. before." <laughs> He left for Romania. And I and, hadn't mentioned it to church that I didn't have that money. No, right. No, nobody knew. And that's another thing we learned living by faith. You don't faith, you don't tell anybody your needs and you don't ask anybody for a place to preach. And so we're in the ho hotel and this businessman uh, says, I got to come over. I want to bring you some money. And, uh, and, and we were just thinking, well, you know, you need cash. But we didn't tell him. Right. 
And it was the coolest thing. And we need $6,000, we didn't tell him that. And that man walked into that hotel. We sat down in the, in the, in the four-year seating area out there, and it was so good, a longtime friend of yours. And it was a lot of fellowship, a lot of sweet talk and conversation there. And that man handed Terry $6,000 in cash. And it was just spectacular. Yes. I mean, one did, did, more time. One more time. One <laughs> 53 more. years worth. <laughs> I just sat there and marveled. I thought, thank you. Know, just God. this week, you, you, or just last week, you know, you sent $5,000, $6,000 to buy a missionary van. And yes. we're out of yes. time. You better yeah. tell people what to do. Oh, well, hallelujah. <laughs> you know, we, as Terry said, we live by faith. Um, you know, and it's so wonderful. Galatians 2.20, my favorite Bible verse was in Bible school was that uh, we live by the faith of the Son of Son God of who loves us. Amen. And I'm so grateful for that. And Terry is, and I, we are here today to tell you one more time, no matter what you're going through, no matter how great the need may be, you are <laughs> more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. And you can talk like God. That's right. Bye-bye.